1: Oh, and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. Coming up in the middle of the year, what's going on, Larry?
0: Oh, well, you know what's going on. I I got deadlines, deadlines, and deadlines. I'm, the book is getting, dude, you know, the book is getting so close, and I'm so excited. I've seen the rough draft. I've seen it come together, and, oh, man, I am
1: so freaking excited. I am so ready to get the website online. And as soon as we do, we're going to have it set up so people can download the first three chapters. I've got them in my hands. It's so exciting to see. And thank you to everyone, all the encouragement uh, that that, uh, we've been getting online about the podcast, about the book. We really appreciate it. And I love that there is a growing community of kindred spirits, people that are passionate about sales people that are genuine, people that are authentic, doing the hard work. I got to meet some, uh, some of our friends out at a conference in Las Vegas this week. It was fantastic. Had uh, someone else, uh, a sales manager uh, from India, connect to us this week. And uh, a shout out to you and all the great work you're doing with your team in India. And I just absolutely love that there is a growing community, a place of, of reps that are passionate about this, uh, this profession that we call sales passionate about succeeding, passionate about adding value. And Larry, we find ourselves now right here. Uh, this is the last day of the business half as we're recording this. We're about to step into July 1st, believe it or not. Uh, you know, if you're here, if you're our Canadian friends, uh, we'll be celebrating Canada Day with me on the 1st. Uh, we'll have July 4th here in the States. And it's a great time of year to uh, kind of sit back and reflect on on where we've been. And as we promised last week, what we want to do is bring some ideas to the table that can help all of us set ourselves up to crush our quota in the second half of the year. So I'm excited about what we have to talk about today, Larry. Yeah, so am I. And,
0: and, you know, you said some really great things, you know, just a second ago. And, and, I'm, and I'm listening to this and I'm just I pinch myself on a daily basis from the messages that I get from people who a can't wait to read you know my upcoming book but secondly that are just avid raving selling from the heart podcast listeners it just you know when we set out to do this over a year ago it was just something we wanted to do because that's who we were we wanted to get the message of selling from the heart out and it's nice to see that it's starting to resonate and because i'm a firm believer and then we'll get on to you know the scope of, you know, our podcast and so forth, but i I go, you know, this is a great time to reconnect with your heart and reconnect with your mind. Yeah. You yeah. know, now, now that we're halfway through and it's just, you know, cause I said, you know, selling is not that difficult. We make it, I think more difficult, but if we remove our
1: heart and we remove our mind from sales, then it's tough to succeed. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's an excellent, excellent point. And I think that, um, Boy, well, you just sparked some stuff and maybe we'll talk about <laughs> next week. Actually, we've got a cool guest next week. Yeah, we got a cool guest. Yeah, so, so uh, But as we're sitting here, it, I mean, it is, it is always hard to believe uh, when we hit, reach a milestone like the middle of the year, it seems to happen so quickly. And so today we want to talk about three things that you can do in this coming week to set yourself up for uh, crushing your quota in the second half of the year. And so we're going to talk about recalibrating, reconnecting, and recharging. Uh, ourselves as, as we get ready to go. But I think the first thing is, um, as we hit this halfway point, uh, to use American football term, is we hit the 50-yard line uh, on the year, or uh, since we're in the middle of the World Cup, we hit center field in the middle of the year here. Um, w- this is a good time to look back, all the way back to January and go, okay, I set some goals for myself at the beginning of the year for sales, for income. Uh, whatever other personal and professional goals you had, this is a fantastic time to, you know, rewind, go back to those goals um, and and go, how am I doing against those goals and recalibrate yourself? Maybe, you know, maybe you're crushing it. Um, Maybe you're ahead of the game. Maybe you're behind, but this is a great time to look at those goals and go, okay, well, what am I willing to commit to between now and the end of the year? Uh, to be able to make sure that that I meet and exceed those personal goals that I have,
0: yeah, and I, and I think that's it, it, it's so important. And you know, with the with the with the sales teams that that I work with, you know, I really drive this point across that when you write a plan, it's not a tick box exercise. It's not, hey, you know, it's the end of December. I know January is rolling around. I'll throw out some goals. I'll throw out a plan. It makes my manager happy. Gets it off my back. And then no. You know, selling from the heart professionals, take this to heart. They write a business plan and they're constantly reviewing it. So what we're asking you to do is that plan that you committed to in January, start taking a look back at it. You know, where am I at? What do I need to do differently? And what do I need to adjust moving into the second half of the year? And, you know, sometimes it's hard, but we're asking you to self-reflect on this a little bit. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, You know, and and you got to be willing to accept the good with the bad and we're, and we're all not perfect. So, but by going back and looking at this, then you're just simply asking yourself, am I on target or what do I need to do differently? What changes do I need to make to ensure that what I set forth to do in January 1st,
1: I uphold at December 31st, 2018. Yeah. And here's the deal. The goals have got to be personal. Yeah. All of us have quotas. We all have, you know, expectations that the company has. Um, but I, yeah, I always say I didn't get into sales to not make a lot of money. I mean, let's face it. We, we, uh, we deal with a lot. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of risk, rejection, etc. I want to make a lot of money. And, and so the goals that my company has for me in terms of what it takes to hit quota or keep my job, uh, as it were, those aren't the goals, right? It's, it's the personal goals to go, okay, what do I want to achieve um, what do I want to you know when what's that going to mean to my family and and by the way if you didn't set those goals in January or if you completely forgot about it and have forgotten about it don't worry there's you know a, a, there's a great saying today is always day one right this is day one right now right here right now pause the podcast if you need to pull your car over um or you know get off the treadmill or I know Larry I was talking to this week down in Florida listens to this while he's riding his bike so don't, you know, don't get it wrecked. But I mean, seriously, this, you know, if you don't know what your goals are, uh, you'll never know if you achieve them. So this is a time to sit down and go, okay, personally, what are my goals? Then obviously, you know, you do the backwards math to go, what do I have to sell to hit that goal? And, um, then you do the backwards math again, in terms of activity. Um, but you know, where, wherever you are, Um, whether you're ahead of the game or behind the game. And I would say both, if you're ahead of the game, you know, there is a real temptation and this is a, you know, this is a a real challenge. I think it is for me. Um, and I think it's a challenge that's epidemic across sales that when we get ahead of the game, we take our foot off the gas and start cruising a little bit. Well, guess what? You may not feel, we all know we're not going to feel the pain of cruising immediately, but come fourth quarter, if you let your foot off the gas now, or if you've, if you've kind of had your foot off the gas cause you crushed it and, you know, a big deal in the first half, you're going to get to the fourth quarter and it's going to be ugly. So that's, you know, get those goals in front of you and write them down. Um, and you know, we may talk about this in an upcoming podcast, but I think there needs to be a cadence in place to review those goals. Once again, I know your manager probably has some kind of cadence, but this isn't about them. It's about you. And it's about achieving your personal ambition um, inside this. And so this is a good time to do it. Sit by the pool, you know, uh, have a great time July 4th, July 1st, or, or get away for a day. Uh, maybe even on one of those holidays, just get up early in the morning, you know, pour yourself a cup of coffee and, and sit down and go, okay, you know, gut check, how am I doing against my goals and what am I willing to commit to between now and, and the end of the year? Yeah. And, and the, even, you know, even to layer on, even to layer onto that is
0: if you're ahead of the game or you're not ahead of the game is, you know, by achieving these goals. And that's why we like tying in, you know, personal and work yeah, what's is going you know, to mean, what's it going to mean? What's it going to mean? What's it going to mean to myself? What's it going to mean to my family? What's it going to mean
1: to my career? Yeah. And what's it going to mean to my employer? Wait, you're going to laugh, Larry. So it was a brand new sales rep and I'm talking brand new. I think this idea came from our friend, Tom Hopkins is, (laughs) uh, he said, you know, I was brand new. I mean, I know you never, I didn't have a single order, but I had, and I I was like just out of college. I had living in an apartment and I needed a couch. I didn't have a couch. So, you know, I put a picture that Tom Hopkins said, find the couch you want, put a picture of it. I needed a fridge. I put a refrigerator out there. And um, I forget what else, but, you know, literally, and it's as cheesy as that is, you know, there are personal goals and, and they may not be all all be, you know, material. It may not always just be the new car, the new house, the vacation, nothing wrong with that. But, you know, there may be a picture of your your son who's who's going to college in two years or maybe you know, whatever that is. And put those goals out in front of you, because let's just face it. I mean, sales is tough. And not only is sales tough, the whole, whole aspect of what we're going to talk about next, uh, which involves sales activity is so easy for the, the important activities to get slide off the calendar. And so we got to keep the motivation in front of us. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's sales 101. But I, you know, let's, let's just be honest. You know, how are we, do we have written goals and are we reviewing those goals on a regular basis? And we tied them to something meaningful.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, and then we'll move on to, you know, some of the activity you can do to help, you know, moving through the last half of this year, but take that plan. Yeah. And not only review it with yourself, but make sure that it goes to your manager, make sure it goes to somebody else. So not only one, not only hold your spouse, give it to somebody, right? Give it to your inner circle, give it to whoever so that they can hold you accountable. Absolutely. it's so mission critical that, you know, sometimes we just get into this, you know, this lull where, okay, we've reviewed it and boom, no, review it and then give it to somebody else and give it to multiple people and say, you know, I'm asking you to hold me accountable. Yeah. To these things. And I just and in doing to- so, you know, I'll, you know, I'll go buy you dinner or I'll do something for you, but you, hold
1: me accountable. I, I just want to encourage everybody, set your own goals. I know your company has goals for you. I know you've got, you know, keep your job level sales. I know you've got president's club level sales. And I, I was talking to a sales rep uh, at a dinner I was at uh, just the night before last. And um, they had an incentive trip for them to come to Las Vegas to this meeting. And know, good for her. She, I mean, she just squeaked over the line by a thousand dollars. So I don't, I don't want to downplay that, but don't be, don't be the, you know, don't set your goal based on president's club set your goal based on what you want to achieve and, you know, hold yourself accountable to that squeak past that one by a thousand dollars, not, you know, not, not the minimum, um, and all of that. And, and this is, this is why I love our community is we're high performance Uh, we sell from the heart, but that means some gut level stuff. It's not all touchy feely, right? A lot of it is sometimes it's uh, you know, it feels like a bit of a sucker punch, but it, it like, mm, you got to get in and do it. So recalibrate, this is a great time to do it. The second thing though, is how are we going to crush quota? Well, we're going to reconnect with our client base.
0: And this is, I love this and reconnecting with our client base. That means, Ooh, that's going to be some tough love for some people but it's it's going to help because i know that you know our listeners have great relationships with their clients i know they do but we're asking them to take it one we're we're asking them to ratchet it up one more notch and that means that reconnecting with our clients means we're going to go back we're going to look at them right we're going to we're going to connect to them eye to eye and we're going to start asking them some questions. And those questions are going to take that relationship from where it's at now to the next level by simply just asking some value driven questions. Right, Daryl? What's the value that I've been bringing to your organization? What's, you know, what's value mean to you?
1: I think I'm going to amp that up a little, even even a little bit more um, or maybe put a bit of a, a, a marketing spin with my marketing hat on for just a minute. Um, you know, the reality is, if, if we step back, if you want to grow your business, there's there's really only two ways to grow your business. I mean, it's actually really simple. You either uh, get new clients, right? You got to get new logos, or you sell more stuff to your existing clients. I mean, that, you know, if anyone can figure out another way uh, to, to make more money, let me know. I guess that the third is add more value and raise your your uh, margins on all of the above. Right. So, well,
0: well, yeah, but, but,
1: but Daryl Bo, but
0: in order to add more value, you have to know the value that you're bringing.
1: Yeah. So this is, this is where we, you know, Larry, I know you're always challenging us to go into our current clients and ask us what kind of value we bring to them. Um, There's, you know, you can kind of kick that up to a a little more of a structured level. In fact, um, you might even want to try this out. Um, you know, last week, as I was getting ready to go out to a trade show, I realized, boy, it sure would be good if we had some case studies, real world success stories to hand to people at the trade show, uh, to go, Hey, here's some of your peers that we're working with. So, um, you know, in the leading up to the trade show, I set some appointments. I set some phone appointments because our clients in this case were all over the country, um, one in LA and one in New York. And, and I said, Hey, I'd love to, uh, share 20 minutes with you. Uh, to write a case study and success story. Now, this is like getting the referral letter, except amping it up another level. And and I asked those clients. I think I referred to this briefly in the podcast last week. Um, I asked those clients three questions. You know, I said, "Hey, first of all, I asked if they'd be willing to do a, a success story or case study or whatever you want to call it." And uh, and I said, "I'm going to ask you three questions. What you know, what challenges were you facing before I came along? Um, what have we done for you? And in your words what are the main benefits you've seen f- to your company and that was it and so you know i had a conversation um I, re- I with their permission i recorded the conversation got answers to those three questions sent the recording over to marketing department and bingo beautiful right i've got this piece of now yeah, what's what's beautiful is not only did i get get out of this a piece of collateral that um is going to help me uh, as I go sell to other people. Um, but I also learned a lot about what value they actually really saw from me. And some of it was surprising. And then finally, uh, in both of these cases, Larry, these clients are going to buy more stuff from me because during that conversation, I uncovered additional opportunity to serve them. Well, yeah, and and Fent, congratulations, by the way, on that. And and just
0: I, I started twenty things. minutes. Twenty, right, yeah, right? It's, it's ridiculous. And I started I, as I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm like, okay, now as a since you put a marketing twist on it, now I'm going to throw a sales twist on it. Yeah. Is now, what, what can what can a sales professional do with that? Well, they could do a couple different things with it, right? This becomes social collateral that they can throw out right? Oh. On to, onto their social platforms. Absolutely. Absolutely. What you do is, how about doing this? And this is what you can do to really crush quota is take your top 10 targeted accounts that you're going after. Take those case studies, attach, you know, do something different. Maybe attach a, a handwritten letter, right? I'm going to old school on this. Pick a a post-it note on the front of it, Right. a I mean, post-it note, a handwritten letter yes. and said, you know what? This is this is a great case study from a current client. Thought you would enjoy checking it out. This is the value I can bring to your organization. Throw your business card in it, pop it in the mail. Yeah, we're talking old school, but think about how many of those are really going to come across somebody's desk. Not many. And if you did that, which leads me to a second thing, because I know this person listens to the podcast, Mm -hmm. is I I challenged the sales team. And the individuals in that sales team to go back to their current clients and ask yes. them that, that level check question, what's the value I bring to your organization because you might learn something. And if we fast forward um, to what happened is this individual actually asked that to an executive inside of one of his organizations that he works with mm-hmm. and actually uncovered a sales opportunity because that individual responded back saying, I didn't realize that you guys did X, Y, and Z yeah absolutely At and end, and just think about that is just all we're asking you to do the second half of the year is to recharge and rekindle the
1: relationships inside your client base, yes, and have your client base help you grow your business. It's incredibly powerful. and the last question you ask after you know what challenges are you facing? what do we do, and you know what are the top five ways you're benefiting um is what would you say to other companies considering working oh. with us? Oh, that last question. I mean, that's where the gold comes out, uh, you know, and, and so listen to this. I mean, when asked what he would say to other other companies considering working with uh, this, our company that I was uh, that I'm a partner in uh, the uh, the client, I said it, it's, it's written so beautifully. Dixon smiled, comma, quote, you won't find a company more caring and knowledgeable. And it's hard to find those two things in a partner. Boom. I mean, that's just beautiful. And that came out of 20 minutes. And after 20 minutes, you know, if you want, if you need to, you just hack that into, if I don't care if you're a writer or not, it doesn't matter. You hack it into something, you send it to someone who is a writer and they kick back a case study branded out as beautiful. And that, but that, that both those conversations um, yielded more business opportunity, a tighter relationship, an understanding of why they buy from us and then, at the great final question after all of that is, "Wow! By the way, Larry, you know, can it would really help me? Could you think of a couple companies that you know of that would benefit from this that we just talked about here?" Yeah, Daryl, this I is mean, this is, is so friends, yeah, right? this is
0: so powerful. I, I mean, I hope the listeners listen to this and listen to it and listen to it because if you want to ratchet your game from July to December of 2018, we're going to challenge you guys to ask these questions and do some of the work. You, you know what? Sales professionals out there, you won't have a problem doing
1: this. Now can you imagine if you wrote oh, my one success story a month oh. for the, oh, so just my say, okay, this is my goal from now on the end of December, I'm going to write one success story a month. And, and, Oh my gosh, you know, I mean, first of all, the understanding you're going to get, I promise you having done many of these that I go back to the sales reps and I share them. If i am engaged to a third party success story and do the interview, I go back to the reps and the reps are like the light bulbs always are coming on going. I didn't know. I didn't know. That's why, what they valued. But, but then, I mean, have that on your LinkedIn profile and it goes yeah. beyond it. It goes beyond a Larry's a good guy to Larry's a good guy who delivers results.
0: Yeah and you know what's what's really key about this and we're not asking you to do this because we doubt that you don't have great relationships with your clients I know you do but this is where this is takes this and 10x's your relationships this is because I always ask sales reps right and they always go I know I got great relationships right and I go okay well take your glasses off right I'm asking you to take <laughs> your glasses off on this yes you know we want to get It's, you know, until you understand it, until it comes from the mouth of babe, which is your current clients, that's when you
1: know that you've hit a home run. That's right. And that's what we're asking you to do. So we're going to recalibrate against our goals. We're going to reconnect with our client base. And just another thing to add on to the reconnect with your client base is this is a good, a solid strategy here is to go wider in your current accounts. You know, we always quote corporate executive board. The challenger customer says there's, I think now six point seven uh, decision makers involved in the average transaction. Now that can be frustrating when you're going to get net new business, but take advantage of that with your current customers because you should you should be able to. If there are that many people involved in deciding to bring your company on board in that decision making process, then there should be that many people with whom you can connect inside your client base. Right. So,
0: right. Yeah. So, so, you know, here's something you can do So, if we're talking about going wider and deeper is, you know what, make a commitment to yourself and say on a, on a daily basis or a weekly basis, I will start two new conversations with somebody that I do not know inside of my current client base. Well,
1: here's what, well, maybe here's why though, because those people know other people. They do because that's going to that's going to drive the next next thing we want to talk about. But you know, you this this can circle back to your goals, right? I mean, part of you need to build. Uh, you always say, Larry, you need to build Fort Knox around your client base. You need to build a fortress, um, and part of building that fortress is making sure you've got multiple relationships in each account. So you know, you might set a goal and go, okay, look, you know, between now and December thirty first, I'm going to take um, you know let's say two accounts a week. So, uh, eight accounts a month, 50 accounts by the end of the year. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll even put him like to hold myself accountable. Maybe I'll even build a spreadsheet with the account. And then I want to have, you know, you may say, I'm going to set a personal goal of having five connections in each account. Um, and I don't just mean that you've got them to accept your LinkedIn connection. I mean that you've interacted and you've driven some type of digital or, and or in-person conversation. And there has been, you know, some rapport built and they go, yeah, I know Larry. And um, he's a good guy. And I know I can call him for these things. And I know that he likes the Dodgers. You know, th- that there's some rapport built so that um, two things. Number one, you're protecting your client base. Um, so if you're a key decision maker, not if, when they move on, people change careers all the time. you you can, you still have that base of relationships, but then the other thing is now, let's say you've got five to seven connections in each account. Each one of those people has a network yep. and, and you take 50 accounts in your marketplace and you connect with five to seven people. And I don't, once again, I don't just mean, Hey, we're friends on LinkedIn. I mean, you develop rapport with them. And then mine that client base when you need referrals into new accounts. I mean, let's do the math. Five times 50, that's 250 people. They're, you know, just in your top 50 accounts, you're going to be virtually one degree Kevin Bacon of separation from anybody that you want to talk to. Anybody.
0: and You're exactly right. And this just means, you know, the second half of the year. Let's just be proactive, proactively prospect, proactively drive new conversations within your client base. Because quite frankly, the keys to successful selling in the last half of this year is going to be the relationships that you drive inside your current client base that can
1: help you drive net new business. But that means we got to connect and this is going to recharge your funnel. And, and, and that's where, you know, that's where we want to go is we're recalibrating against our goals. We're reconnecting with our clients and, and this is going to recharge our funnel. Now I gotta, I gotta be clear. And I think, you know, we've gotten lazy with communication now. I mean, you know, we think, Oh, I'm connected to them. You know, that they, they accepted my friend request on LinkedIn. Uh, that's, I mean, that's great, but what are we going to do with that? You know? And, and so we're not just talking about, you know, getting LinkedIn connections with the top five people in your top 50 or whatever accounts, we're saying, okay, all of those people, and maybe you got that spreadsheet and you can highlight it green if you've got a meaningful interaction with them of some kind, you know, where, where you have maybe, maybe uh, stopped by and checked on them personally and, or you have checked their um, LinkedIn profile and, and figured out that their son plays You know, that they're on the board for this nonprofit and you've, you know, you've made a meaningful connection there that, you know, you're not just one of their thousand LinkedIn friends, but, but you're actually a part of their, part of their network of people they know, like trust and, and would look to for advice. Yeah. I I always
0: say the more, you know, the more you grow, Daryl. And the more, you know, the more, you know, about your current clients, the more relationships that you have, the more, you know, them. Yes the more it's going to help you grow your business.
1: And so this is the type of sales activity, you know, in today's world, that is what drives the funnel getting full. And so as you're recharging your funnel, I mean, how are you going to recharge your, your sales funnel? Well, as, uh, as you always like to say, Larry, if you want a full sales funnel, you need a full relationship funnel. And uh, how are you going to get a full relationship funnel? Uh, You're going to drive conversation online, in person, um, you know, with as many people in your yep. current client base as possible. Yep. If you did nothing but that, uh, not only will you, this just drives the two things that you need to do, sell more to your current clients, sell more to new clients. And, yep. and these things are the power moves of today's sales professionals. But you know what? In order to pull all of this off, your average run-of-the-mill, lazy, self-absorbed, Um, you know, barely surviving sales rep who does the minimum is not going to be able to pull this strategy off. But if you're someone that's committed to selling from the heart, truly adding value, truly understanding your clients and their business needs, truly understanding the value you bring to your clients, this strategy will be insanely successful for you. It it will, it's jet fuel for the last half of this year. That's Um, how I'll um, leave it, complete jet fuel. Well, thank you everybody for joining us this week. Larry, I'm fired up. I feel like I got to sit down and recalibrate against my goals and look at my, uh, look at my network. Uh, But all of this, man, we appreciate everybody. And uh, so your homework is uh, look at your goals, recalibrate. How are you doing year to date? What do you need to do in the second half of the year? Second, what are you going to do? What are you going to commit to to reconnect with your current customer base? Go wide in that customer base and don't just make it LinkedIn connections. Communicate, drive conversation. And then based on that, what can you do to recharge your funnel? And how can you leverage that to get in the target uh, accounts that you want to get into? So as always, be real, be genuine, be authentic, do the hard work, check yourself in the middle of the year, and most of all, sell from the heart.